0: What's up, nerds?
1: ESPN plus the ESPN.
0: But this was a lost season for the Jets.
1: I did not see a single thing this year that makes you excited to build upon. You
0: you hired somebody that doesn't even understand what an SC Trojan is all about. Like, stop! Hi, I'm Brian Barnhart, voice of the Fighting Illini, and this is your home for Fighting Illini Sports. The 8-9, The game. And now, broadcasting live and local from the 98.9 The Game studios in Effingham, Illinois, it's the starting lineup with Travis Sparks.
2: Number four, Charles Barkley. The round, the mound. round, the round, mound of rebound. of rebound. Easy for me to say. And Eric Fry. Kumbaya,
0: and it's all good. And- it's the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game.
2: Welcome to another edition, to another day of the uh, starting lineup. We're here uh, live out of the air on the 98.9 The Game, ESPN Radio. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry, hanging out with you here on this uh, Tuesday. It's Twisted Tuesday. Taco Tuesday, whatever you want to uh, celebrate, we're here to help you uh, celebrate and we're here to uh, talk some uh, sports, uh, local sports coming up on the way of from last night and we'll tell you about what is on a tap for tonight in the way of a boys basketball we'll recap, all those girls basketball games that happened uh, last night. Also, there was news uh, that came out, I think it was within the show or after the show and more information came out a little bit later about uh, the future for uh, football. A season for one uh, conference that will explore, and that affects the uh, Central Illinois Conference merging with a another conference for football that we'll dive into here coming up here in uh, just a little bit and also we'll hit up a little bit on some uh, national sports we'll take a look at what's happening in college basketball tonight NBA NHL and uh, some MLB news uh, that Carlos Correa situation still in uh, flux and we'll explore that And uh, we'll also hit up on the uh, Illinois game that's happening uh, tonight. They're back in action already. It seems like we just talked about them yesterday Mm -hmm. because we did. And uh, so they'll be uh, back in action tonight against Nebraska right here on a 98 9. And uh, then uh, they'll be, uh, we'll also hit up on some uh, women's basketball as well as the Illini. They finally did it. And they're finally ranked. Yes. And we'll talk about that coming up here in uh, just a little bit. But uh, whatever they don't we'll get to here in the uh, Treasure Show, we'll get to in the uh, podcast in some sort of a uh, fashion. And I guess we got to recap pick them uh, as well. Only that one game that we picked last night. Um, and uh, so we'll hit up on that as well. Of course, you can find that podcast wherever you find your favorite podcast iTunes and Spotify. Our website, com and all those wonderful podcasting uh, platforms. All right, so uh, let's uh, jump right into it, and uh, let's get to it, and uh, let's hit it up with First Things First.
0: Before we get into the show... things first
2: and it's over the uh, confetti has done uh, flying and it is over college football season has come to a close and it kind of came close anticlimactic fashion
1: i think georgia just scored again by the way go
2: ahead I think so, yes. As uh, Georgia absolutely destroyed TCU uh, last night right from the jump, and it was uh, Georgia winning their uh, second consecutive national championship, so it's back-to-back for the uh, Bulldogs and Coach Kirby Smart there for Georgia. They are top dogs, once again, of the uh, College of Football world, and it was an absolute uh, throttling. 65 to 7 was the uh, final score. I know maybe some of you ended up turning it off there in the second half or maybe even before halftime because it was over by then. It was it seemed like it was over by the first quarter. Uh, but uh, Georgia absolutely uh, flexed their SEC muscles, and uh, it was uh, it was a beatdown last night in the natty.
1: Yeah, let's talk about this, Travis. Georgia's the first school in the college football playoff era to win back-to-back national titles. They're the first school to win consecutive titles since Alabama back Mm -hmm. in 2011-2012. 58 points, the largest in a BCS or college football national championship game. Largest winning margin in any bowl game in college football history, Travis.
2: Yep, any bowl game. Uh, Let
1: me repeat myself. Any bowl game in college football history. Yep. 58-point cushion was the largest lead by any team in a BCS or college football championship championship game. Six five points were the most in a championship games, surpassing 55 by USC in the 05 bowl game. This was it's the second largest margin of victory for an AP top five matchup. Now go back to yep. 1944, uh, Army versus Notre Dame, mm-hmm. when it was 59 to nothing. Yep. Most points scored in a top five opponent uh, against a top five opponent. Tied.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: This is They outgained them by 401 yards,
2: Travis. Yeah, that's a stat that I love. By 400 yards, they outgained them. Uh, Georgia, 589 total yards to only 188 total yards for uh, TCU. Obviously, the largest yard margin in the BCS or college football championship game history. (laughs) <laughs> and even the backups look like they could have won yep. this for Georgia. But I guess uh, TCU's spirit was kind of broken oh, yeah. there at the very yeah. end by the time that those uh, backups so, were in. But but still, those are still four or five-star recruits uh, uh, pushing you, just pushing it down their throat there at the end.
1: I, I, Travis, I, I think we've talked all about the game that we need to talk about <laughs> because this is, there, there's nothing else to say. Yeah. Yeah, it was an absolute beatdown. Let's talk about Georgia. Mm-hmm. Are we looking at a dynasty?
2: I mean, yeah. Two... 29
1: wins over the last two seasons is tied for the most wins over a two-year season uh, with four other teams. Coach Smart becomes the fifth head coach to win multiple national t- titles at his alma mater.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, it's kind of hard to argue there after the, the night after they uh, complete back-to-back national champions. So, yeah, it's kind of to argue not. It's kind of hard not to argue that, and especially with a top recruiting class coming in. I know Texas A&M proved that it doesn't matter if you have a top right. recruiting class coming in. But uh, still, it's kind of uh, hard to argue and, that.
1: And let's talk about the field position battle last night, Travis. Georgia ran 51 plays in TCU territory. Mm-hmm. That's They ran 51 plays. TCU ran seven.
2: Right. Yeah
1: it's not like you can just say oh it was the offense was kicking no the whole team was it kicking. was dominant it was domination shocking
2: mm-hmm. and i think that's kind of what the problem was for tcu is they were kind of shocked they yeah. were kind of all struck the the coach i, I saw him uh, he just kind of looked up at the one of the biggest boards video boards in all of sports and just kind of had his mouth open and kind of that one play just said sort of, wow it's yep. like they were all struck uh, or something. They just, I don't know, they kind of froze. It was deer in the headlight moments there for TCU in this game now, early on.
1: I'm going to talk about college football for a sec. This is the worst thing that could have happened. This is the worst thing Why? that could have happened. Because what did we just get done announcing earlier this year? We're expanding the playoffs.
2: <clears throat> okay. Yeah, and I knew that you were going to bring that up. Yeah. Like, these type of games in the national championship game, they may happen. And look, okay, you have some stinkers. Yeah. You know, not every game can be exciting. Not Like, you know, in 2018, that overtime game with Alabama and Georgia, mm-hmm. you know, you're going to have some blowouts. Right. 2019 Clemson blew out Alabama 44 to 16 yes you know you're gonna have clunkers you're gonna have stinkers but when you expand the playoff you hopefully will get these in the first round and not in the championship game
1: but what I'm saying is you have a team get lucky in those first two rounds
2: how can can you get lucky in two rounds like okay yeah you can TCU this year they can beat one team okay yeah But then luck has nothing to do with it the second time around. If they beat two power five teams to get to the championship game, then Mm -hmm. they deserve to be there. And if they get blown out, that's just so be it. That's what happens. You can't get lucky twice. You can. Two games in a row. No.
1: You can. We've seen teams get lucky back-to-back games. But it's harder. It's harder. With the pressure and everything like that and the competition you're facing, I'm not saying it's not harder to do that. But what I am saying is – Let's even take a look out of it. Take a luck out of it. Is Big 12 a Power 5 conference? That's what I wanted to get to.
2: Do they deserve mm-hmm. to be in that talk? They're definitely like fifth, fifth place. They are. But, yeah, they deserve to be there. They have both TCU, Kansas State, and Baylor. Well, I mean, I guess Texas, too, I guess. It's still there.
1: For a year, right? Texas and Oklahoma both for a year. What are
2: they thinking when they when they see this? They they see a Big Twelve team get destroyed, and this is what they're going to walk into yeah. in the regular season.
1: <laughs> well, the reason Good why luck. I brought it up, Travis, is if you look at the way too early top ten, which I know you love. I love it. I love. I know you love. There is not a Big Twelve school in the top ten. Yeah. Regardless of how last night went, TCU was still number. Two. They finished second, in theory, mm-hmm. last night. They beat yeah. Michigan. They did. Michigan's third. Mm-hmm. TCU ain't in the top ten. They're in a Big 12 school in the top ten. So how can we consider them when we get down to picking postseason teams next year? How can there even be a Big 12 school even considered?
2: I mean, it's just to look at all the other conferences that they can be compared to if we're talking, you know, comparison to bigger schools and name recognition as well. It's just what other conference are you going to throw in there if not the Big 12?
1: You're going to put in another
2: SEC team. Yeah, which we'll end up happening, anyways. You know, there will be 12 no, teams, so it'll be like 5 or 6 from the SEC.
1: Unless you are a Big 12 team that is facing in non-conference, an SEC school, and I'm not saying like a uh, Vanderbilt. <coughs> I'm saying like a good SEC school or mm-hmm. an ACC school or a Big 10 school in non-conference play and beating them, and then going undefeated in your conference, then yes, I would say put them in there. Otherwise, I don't wanna see a Big Twelve team in there.
2: Yeah. Then 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 if they do that then they probably get blown out in the in the first round. And we'll forget about it by the national championship.
1: But it's using a spot for someone else. Yeah. Don't waste the spot. Don't waste my time, Big Twelve. <laughs> get out of here.
2: I and, wish you went away. Not not every year is gonna be and not every year is gonna be like this. Yeah. I remember back in the day, you know, Alabama blowing out Texas in the yeah. Rose Bowl yeah. for the championship. Now that was because Cole McCoy got injured early on in the game, right. so And
1: you can't help things like that. That's gonna happen in happens. football. People yeah. are gonna
2: get injured and and you know,
1: games go out of the way. But Travis, I have a hard time saying, even looking back at the selection process this year, that TCU was the fourth best team in the country.
2: Oh come on. Stop it. That's just, You're just because they got destroyed last night. They definitely deserve to be there. They were one of the best four teams in college football all year.
1: I will put my money on this, Travis. This is the lowest rated national championship game.
2: Oh, yeah, because it's a blowout.
1: Yes. That's not what college football wants. Media rights. We've talked about it in all these sports. They want good TV. Yeah. This wasn't it.
2: No, it wasn't.
1: This is going to, like I said, there is no reason for a Big 12 be. team to be there next year.
2: And they probably won't.
1: No, there, there, there's no reason that there should be a Big 12 team there.
2: Yeah, because I think TCU is losing a lot yeah. of guys, but they are kind of getting a couple of players from Alabama. I know one of their running backs is transferring to TCU. Don't care. Don't want them there.
1: You had your shot. Just like Cincinnati, you had your shot.
2: Yeah, Duggan, Duggan's going to be gone. So. You failed. Yeah. No Everyone doubt. was
1: rooting for you. You were the underdog. And, Travis, just to clarify, <clears> I am one of the ones who was for the underdog. I'm always rooting for the underdog when yeah. it comes to the SEC and the ACC and even the Big 12 or Big 10. I am rooting for the underdogs. No. I can't in this instance. Hmm. If I they say want is it happens, viewers— just- which what is what they want, you need those name-brand conferences and teams. Yeah. Big Twelve's not that. There's not a school in the Big 12 that is a name-brand. When Oklahoma and Texas leave... Sure. That is a name-brand household loyal following.
2: Right. Yeah. It's not there. Yeah. No. Mm, absolutely. No doubt. No doubt there, but... I don't know. Last just, night was an embarrassment. Just uh, championship games like this, uh, sometimes, uh, sometimes they happen. I I don't know. Sometimes we have blowouts in the Super Bowl. Sometimes we have clunkers in the Super Bowl I, too. Not this margin of victory, but I
1: love how D- I TCU, and I'm trying to pull up this quote here. Um, basically, said that Georgia is on a higher tier. Yeah. Exactly right. So no get off of it.
2: The dead, Just because they're on a different tier doesn't mean that TCU isn't a great team or a good team. It's just that Georgia's elite. Yeah. Georgia's a lot better. I want the elite teams battling in the playoffs for the championship. So who else would you want? Would you want Alabama here?
1: I would have taken Alabama. I would have taken Michigan. I would have taken Ohio State. I would have taken uh, Tennessee.
2: No, not Tennessee now. Yeah. No. Yeah. no. Mm-hmm. Their starting quarterback was out. So no. LSU? Oh
1: taking At USC. three losses. USC.
2: USC just lost to Tulane. Penn
1: State. I'd take Penn State. <laughs> no. Yeah. Over over TCU, all
2: those teams. TCU just proved that they could beat a Big Ten school. They would have beat Penn it State. It was luck. It doesn't matter. Okay, they got lucky one one game they still got here and it's going to be harder for teams like this to to get lucky to get here. So hopefully that uh, you don't have this happen in a national championship game when we expand to 12. And hopefully this has But whole- it will happen because it's, this is just what happens in sports. You can't predict it. You can't be like, "Oh, well, you know, this could be a close game. This could be a blowout and it turned out to be just like everyone thought it was, a blowout." So it happens. It was an embarrassment of a national championship game i mean it didn't look great one of the best things is i switched off the main cast and i switched over to the pat mcafee cast and that was keep the entertained for all the points that georgia put up that was about the only entertaining thing about it and also apparently it was raining inside i don't know how that happened i don't know how that happens with a dome I don't know, but Good job staying crocky building a billion dollar stadium and a billion dollar infrastructure around the stadium and it still rains inside.
1: <laughs> Embarrassment.
2: <laughs> yeah. If you watched no doubt. that
1: game last night, I hope you were uh, not entertained.
2: No, well, I was entertained because I was watching the Pat McAfee cast, and there wasn't anything else entertaining on Monday nights to uh, to watch out for. Well, if you but, consider Pat McAfee entertaining, well, yes, and which I do clearly. Uh, and the way too early uh, top ten uh, for college football for 2023 uh, the not even 24 hours after the uh, game has ended. Uh, Tennessee comes in at number 10. Oregon, uh, they come in at uh, number nine. Uh, they do have uh, the uh, returner in, uh, I think, uh, Knicks is coming back for their uh, quarterback to mm-hmm. lead the Ducks. Uh, LSU at eight. USC at uh, seven. Seven. Uh, I think, I don't know if uh, Williams is going to come back or, or not, uh, but Penn State is number six, and a uh, number five there is Alabama. Man, that's disrespectful, putting them at number five. Florida State comes in at the tw- 2023 number four team in the country. Number three is Michigan. Number two is Ohio State. And a uh, number one is, of course, the defending two-time national champs, Georgia Bulldogs even though they're losing stetson Bitson or Stetson-Bennett. Sorry. Mm-hmm. They're still, I mean, they're a machine. Oh, yeah, sure. They ain't going to affect them any. Yeah, going to be cranking out uh, stars left and right. So yep. <laughs> uh, it'll just keep on rolling, and they were rolling uh, pretty good last night over at TCU and the Natty. And so that's it. College football is, uh, is done. It was nice knowing you, but it's time to – Move the page to September. Good, because it was just making me mad. The final two weeks of college football just made me mad. <laughs> and hey, we did get uh, great semifinal games. It's just we had to sacrifice the national championship for those two amazing yep. semifinal games. Yep. So, yep. <laughs> eh, you take the good with the bad, I guess. All right, so let's move on and uh, let's talk some local sports, local girls basketball that happened last night. We'll recap it and uh, take a look at it tonight, too.
0: We'll be right back to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. We need to figure out what we're going to talk about the next segment.
2: I'm probably okay to have one more drink before I drive home. I'm probably okay. I open the window to stay alert. Probably okay. I just brought some gum in my mouth. Step out of the car, please. I probably made a mistake
1: probably okay isn't okay when it comes to drinking and driving. If you see a warning sign, stop and call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzzed driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Imagine the possibilities with the Topless State Bank. This is Justin Naders. If you're buying a home, see us to get pre-qualified.
2: When you're pre-qualified, the seller knows you mean business, and that can save you thousands. If you're building a new home, We'll help you get started with a construction loan customized just for you.
1: Ask around, talk to your friends. You'll see why so many homes start with a little help from Teutopolis State Bank. In Teutopolis, Sigel and Effingham, equal housing lender and member FDIC.
2: Get in zone, Autozone.
1: Welcome
0: to AutoZone, what are you working on today? Ah, thinking about gas mileage. You know, changing your oil with a full synthetic oil like Valvoline Advanced can help your engine get more miles. Right now, you can get 5 quarts with an STP Extended Life oil filter for only $38.99. Go farther with better fuel efficiency. Get the parts you need when you need them at AutoZone or AutoZone.com. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Restrictions apply. When you bundle your renters and auto insurance with Progressive, you could save money, but it doesn't cover any terrible memories living rent-free in your head.
2: Remember when one of your best players got
0: injured, but not like on a play or anything? He got injured celebrating a play, and it's not like it was a game-winning play or... In the playoffs. And he was out the rest of the season? Because he was injured while celebrating? Yeah. Sorry, we can't save you from that memory, but we could save you money bundling your renters and auto insurance with Progressive. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers. Renters insurance and bundle discount not available in all states or situations. Hello there. My name is Seychelle, and what makes the Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich original to me is the punch of flavors that's unlike any other. You get the crispy tenderness of the chicken and that hint of sourness from the pickles. (laughs) Ta-da! Hey, I'm Juan, and what makes the Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich original to me is you know you're going to get chicken that's crispy, golden, and juicy. This is the gold standard of chicken sandwiches. Order the original Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich on the Chick-fil-A app today. Real customers paid for their testimonials. And now, the starting lineup. Caught! It's gonna be caught! In for a touchdown! No! On 98-9, the game. No!
2: Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup here on a 98.9. The a game here for the 98.9 The Game at Jack FM uh, Studios. It's Travis Sparks, Eric Fry, hanging out with you until the uh, noon hour here on Treasure Radio. Let's talk some of uh, the local uh, basketball that happened uh, last night and uh, girls uh, basketball from uh, last night. We'll start off with the uh, CHBC as they uh, came back and defeated North Clay by the final of 50. 42. North Clay actually had the 18 uh, 8 lead after one quarter, and then uh, they held on to that, and uh, it was 33 32 in the third. And then CHBC doubles them up there in the final quarter, 18 9, to take the uh, victory over North Clay. Hecker led the way for a CHBC. She had 20. Stuckemeyer, she had an 11. Uh, Ballard led the way for North Clay, she had 16. And uh, Van Dyke. Had 11, so CHBC a four and one now in the National Trail Conference and a 12 and a five overall. North Clay they fall a 10 and seven and two and three in the NTC. It was also in a National Trail Conference action. It was Dietrich over Windsor Two Straws, 49-32. Uh, the Maroons had a one point lead, 13 to 12 after one quarter, and then 22 to 14. At the half, and uh, Dietrich put them away in the uh, fourth quarter. Uh, Britain led the way for the maroon; she had 12. Westendorf had 10. Uh, Kinkler led the way for Winter's Two Straws; she had 16. So uh, Dietrich now picks up their first conference win. They're 1 and 4 in the NTC, 10 and 9 overall. And Windsor Two Straws falls to 0 and 5 in the NTC and 5 and 11 overall. Heavyweight matchup in uh, this one, it was Pena defeating Nyoga 58 to uh, 40. After one quarter, it was four to three Pena with the lead, and then uh, the second quarter was the difference as uh, it was 26 to 13 Pena had the lead. At the half, and they would go on to win that. So big second quarter there for the Panthers, get the win. And Sydney uh, Richards led the way for Nioga. She had 14. Bryn Richards also had 10. And uh, uh, for uh, Pena had 15. Byers had a 14. So Nioga's only second loss of the season. They're 19 and two. And Pena they improved to a 17 and a six on the season there. So. Uh, Previous loss was to uh, Tuscola, and then another uh, loss right there. Just one quarter did it in the yoga, mm-hmm. uh, their last name. It was Teutopolis picking up the win over Bethalto Civic Memorial, 50-47 to in comeback fashion as well. T-Town had the one-point lead, 8-7 to after one quarter, but then uh, Bethalto... Got the lead at halftime by 4, 25-21, they also led after 3, 42-37, but a 13-5 final quarter for the Shoes. Get them the W. Kaylee Niebergish led the way for the Shoes. She had 22. Uh, Conkle had 15. Uh, Durbin had uh, 20 points, the only double-figure scorer for Buffalto there, so T-Town improves to 17-2 on the campaign. Mount Carmel defeated Newton 43 to 36. As uh, Newton actually uh, had the lead here at the half. Uh, after one quarter, it was 10 to 7, and also 19 to 18. They clung to the lead at the half, but then a 16 to 3 third quarter by Mount Carmel. Hmm. Led 34-22 after three, and uh, they finished off in the fourth quarter. Uh, Cameron Martin led the way for Newton. She had 10. Bennett had a nine points as well. Uh, Mount Carmel now nine and 10 overall, three and two in the Little Illini. and uh, Newton nine and 10 as well overall, but one and three in the little line eye it was Robinson over Lawrenceville 51 to 226 so Robinson improves to 13 and 6 now 4 and 1 in the LIC Lawrenceville falls to 2 and 14 overall and 0 and 4 in the LIC only over Casey 44 35 so Olney now 9 and 12 but they are 3 and 1 in conference and Casey falls to a 5 and 19 and I think 0-4, 0-5 in the LIC. It was uh, Marshall over Red Hill, 64 to 13. So Marshall's a like, game over 511 and 10 on the year. Paris over Sullivan, 48 to 17. Now Paris 19 and 1 on the season. Vandelia over South Central, 68 to 29 last night. Vandelia scored the first 16 points of the game and then led 18 to 7 after the first quarter and then only two points scored for South Central. So 37-9 was the lead at the half, Ooh. so Vandalia really got to them early. Uh, Austin had 16. She also had 10 assists as well for a double-double from Bella Austin. Uh, Eckhart and uh, Frobes also had uh, 14 points apiece for the Vandals. Uh, Webster led the way for South Central. She had 11, so South Central drops to 8-10, and 10, and Vandalia improves to a 12-6 and 6 on the season. Yeah, Vandalia having a pretty good season. Yeah, uh, and uh, Brownstown and uh, St. Elmo over Wayne City, 46-33. to uh, 33. Uh, Wayne City, 8-6 to six lead after one quarter, but then Brownstown got it at the half by four, and, and then they went on to win and finish off in the second half. Seaball. Led the way. She had 16. Baldridge had eight. Uh, Vaughn led the way for Wayne City. She had 16. Only double figure score there for Wayne City. And now Brownstown quietly having a great season as well. 14 and six on the campaign. They are. And uh, next time uh, they'll see them is on a Thursday, I believe. I don't think they have a game tonight. Nope, um, yeah, they don't. And so the next time we'll see them is on Thursday in Altamont there mm-hmm. for an NTC. Game there. Looking forward to that one. One boys game uh, last night as well. Chrisman over Martinsville, fifty-seven to two fifty-six. Last or tonight in a uh, boys basketball full slate we got FEM hosting Newton, Uh, Neoga's at St. Anthony, CHBC at Martinsville, North Clay hosting Lawrenceville. That's That's, that's a good one. That's a great one, Uh, yeah. Top list going to uh, St. Joe Ogden to take on Ty Pence there and the Spartans. Uh, South Central and Windsor's two straws, that's a good one as Mm -hmm. well. South Central putting that 10-game win streak on the line. Uh, Flora at Woodlawn, Arcola at Villa Grove, Tuscola hosting Tolona Unity. Olney's at Fairfield, uh, Tri-County at Saragordo, Gordo, Shelbyville hosting Marshall, Paris at Sullivan, Arthur hosting Blue Ridge, Mattoon at Muhammad, Red Hill at Oblong Powhut, uh, North Posey against Mount Carmel. And then the two games on our family of networks, it is Decatur LSA going into uh, uh, Cumberland, undefeated Decatur mm-hmm. LSA, against the uh, Pirates tonight. And that game's over on WCRA, and Eric will have the coverage for you over there.
1: Yeah. And uh, we'll see what kind of pirate team shows up tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully at home, that'll give them at least a little bit of energy, which they have been needing. Um, but yeah, the, you know, as coach said it after the game on Friday, if we play like we have this week. We're going to get blown out of the gym.
2: Yeah, but so yeah, they LSA look past them tonight. Maybe, maybe look past them and uh, Cumberland can can get them. We'll see.
1: Important for seeding for a conference Definitely. tournament coming up, so you you, sure. you want to try and get those wins as you can.
2: Definitely for sure, we, we've noted that not many games for Cumberland in conference yep. so far. So uh, every timeout is uh, enough to improve the uh, the seeding uh, there, and uh, Pirates looking for the upset. Uh, tonight over undefeated LSA and also another team that's looking uh, for an upset at home and that's Central A&M as uh, they're going to be hosting Altamana uh, tonight. Altamana uh, not quite up to uh, 10 games yet in the win streak column but uh, they're up to eight games now and uh, they're traveling into a week or to take on uh, the uh, Raiders and uh, you know the Raiders are a scrappy bunch you know mm-hmm. but um, they're not what they were a couple years ago, uh, but uh, still always look forward to to, uh, making that trip up to uh, Mawekwood to uh, see the uh, Raiders. Always enjoy the gym uh, as well, and uh, Altamont, very familiar with that uh, gym. I know last year beat Meridian on that floor uh, last year in the shootout. There, and uh, so we'll see what happens uh, tonight, and uh, we'll see if Altamont can keep this thing going. Offense is uh, pretty humming yep. uh, right now, and I guess defensively, they are uh, humming as well. So They're just humming as a team, Travis. <laughs> yeah, they're just hitting on all cylinders. The <laughs> and they're just hitting on all cylinders, for sure. And that game's over on uh, Jack, and uh, Dom and I will have the uh, call over uh, there and uh, girls basketball. Also uh, tonight, we got a couple of a uh, games. We got Windsor two straws against Martinsville. Dietrich hosting Oblong Powhut. Uh, Robinson at Flora, uh, Terre Haute North against Marshall, Mount Zion, and uh, Charleston in the Apollo. And also a, a good one in the Apollo, it's Taylorville and FEM matching up this evening in uh, girls' basketball. And also in uh, college basketball, we got Illinois at Nebraska tonight. 7 o'clock will be the broadcast start for uh, the Cornhuskers and the Illini right here on 98 9, the game. Hopefully, hit up on that uh, game uh, coming up here in uh, just a little bit. But uh, right now, we got to step away, and uh, there was some news about a couple of uh, conferences uh, kind of merging, I guess, or um, kind of working, uh, collabing with, with each other uh, for uh, football, and it affects a conference that we uh, talk about in. Uh, coach, couple coaches that we uh, talked to uh, as well affects them as well for football. So that's what we're talking about coming up next here on the starting lineup.
0: The starting lineup from 98 9, the Game Studios. will be right back. We're ringing in the new year right at Rule King with unbeatable prices on seasonal essentials like stackable 27-gallon Toughbox totes with Lynn on sale now for only $7.99 apiece. Plus, Rule King automotive batteries in various sizes start at just 79 dollars with exchange and heat up to 1,000 square feet with our portable kerosene heater now just $139.99. Save now at RuleKing.com or your neighborhood Rule King, America's farm and home store.
1: Extreme weather is tough on people, and just as tough on big trucks and diesel engines. This is Cleet Beerman at Crossroads Truck Equipment. If your big truck has been a victim of old man winter, we offer you the area's premier trailer repair shop. From straightening to rebuilding, we're the best at what we do, so you can get back to doing what you do best. We can also make sure those diesel engines and air brakes are ready for the rest of the winter. You expect a lot from your truck. We exceed your expectations. We're Crossroads Truck Equipment.
2: Winter storms create a higher risk of car accidents, hypothermia, frostbite, carbon monoxide poisoning, and heart attacks from overexertion. Winter storms including blizzards can bring extreme cold, freezing rain, snow, ice, and high winds. These storms can last a few hours or several days. Winter weather can cut off heat, power, and communication services for undetermined periods of time. Prepare now for what this winter may bring. This is Sergeant Jared Purcell of the FEM Police Department wishing all of our area residents a safe and happy winter season.
0: SkyRizzy, you could achieve 90% clearer skin. Ask your doctor about the number one dermatologist prescribed biologic in psoriasis and visit SkyRizzy.com or call 1-866-skyrisy to learn more.
1: And now, Air Fry Sports Center update. Missouri hosts South Carolina tomorrow in the battle for the Mayor's Cup trophy. Tigers enter at 4 and 5 while the Gamecocks are 5 and 4. Who really kind of cares about that game? Uh Carson Wentz ooh, wah, ah, 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 was down with the sickness as He's dealing with an illness, as Indy will host the Jacksonville Jaguars on Sunday.
2: The starting lineup. <laughs> Welcome back in uh, to <laughs> the starting lineup on 98.9, the uh, game. Reeds I thought that was right a good one. I mean, uh, that one was was definitely uh, noteworthy. Was was I, I definitely wrote that down to uh, <laughs> save that one for a future bumper. On 98-9 the
1: game. Ari Fry Sports Center Update. The Blues will try to stay hot when they host the Calgary Flames at Enterprise Center tonight. Blues are coming off a 3-0 win over the wild on Sunday. They're third in four games. They're currently fifth place in the Central Division with 43 points and a 2018-3 record. St. Louis City SC is adding some young talent to its inaugural MLS roster. The club signed 15-year-old Caden Glover to a five-year contract yesterday. The deal will keep him with City through 2027. Glover is the team's first homegrown signing. Glover and the rest of the St. Louis squad have their first exhibition match January 21st. The the Bulls fell short in a 16-point comeback bid during a 107-99 loss to the Celtics at TD Garden. Zach Levine led the Bulls with 27 points. The Bulls are now in 10th place in the Eastern Conference at 19-22. and 22. They'll visit the Wizards tomorrow. The Colts have started their search for a new head coach. According to ESPN, Indianapolis has submitted requests to interview the defensive and offensive coordinators from the Lions, as well as a defensive coordinator from the Rams. Indy is looking to meet with Detroit D.C. Aaron Glenn, O.C. Ben Johnson, and Rams D.C. Raheem Morris. NFL Network says the Colts have also requested to interview offensive coordinator Shane Stretchin from the Philadelphia Eagles. The Colts have the fourth overall selection in the upcoming
2: NFL draft. Welcome back into to the starting lineup here on 98.9 ninety eight nine the game ESPN Radio. Travis Sparks here, Eric Fry with the Sports Center. Hit that wasn't Harbaugh. I didn't say Harbaugh in any of those names. No, no. Don't take Raheem Morris from us because that's going to be our new head coach. That uh, when Sean McVeigh walks away. Yeah. So. No, he's going to Indy first, I guess. I. No. I don't know. He can't have him. Can't have him. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Okay. And then uh, also uh, we got some uh, breaking news before we went to a break on that last segment.
0: Breaking news.
2: Carlos Correa signed with another team. Of course he did. Just when you think uh, it's uh, over, that uh, according to Jeff Passons, uh, Carlos Correa, and the Minnesota Twins are finalizing a six-year $200 million contract. So going back to a Minnesota. Where he was? <laughs> where he was. Huh. Um, and then uh, Jeff also reports that the deal has a vesting option that can max out at $270 million, uh, and I think an additional few years as well. And uh, he makes sure to put out at the very end. It is pending physical. Okay, good. So, uh, so, uh, Kraya not going anywhere after all. Oh boy. Mm-mm-mm. What's he gonna do if the twins are like, nah? What are they get? Yeah, what is he gonna do if he fails the twins physical? I mean, that just looks
1: bad for the twins, to be honest, because like he was on your roster last year. Right. Yeah,
2: I think it's pretty much uh, pretty, pretty much a lock has to, Yeah. has to sign him there. All right, so this segment was uh, supposed to be uh, talking about, it had some, uh, well, you didn't expect some of this uh, news to happen on January 9th. Uh, but I saw a couple of different reporters report about it in, from Peoria and then uh, they also released the official statement about uh, Central Illinois Conference in uh, football we wonder what they were uh, going to do with uh, losing uh, Saint. Teresa of mm-hmm. course, and also uh, losing uh, Sullivan Oka yep. Valley. And uh, well, that leaves them down to six teams. So uh, it came out yesterday that it was announced that the Central Illinois Conference and the heart of Illinois Conference, uh, they are going to have unanimously agreed in principle to merge for purposes of football at the beginning of 2024 twenty. 25 season, pending approval by all member school boards of education. So uh, the merged football conference will be called the heart of the Central Illinois Conference and uh, they're excited about the opportunity uh, that creates stability for an 11-man football and a scheduling consistency for our schools. They said in a statement they said that that was one of the big things uh, to keep 11-man football uh, within mm-hmm. some of these programs uh, as well as uh, some scheduling has become difficult in uh, football and that's what they wanted uh here so that means the remaining CIC schools are Clinton Macon Meridian Central A&M Shelbyville Tuscola and Warrensburg Latham uh they'll be merging with the heart of Illinois conference and currently they're kind of divided into two separate conferences a large school and a small uh school even though I didn't really see too much Difference. Enrollment di- difference uh, there, but I guess it's more like northern stuff. Uh, but, you know, it has El Paso, Grindley, Eureka, Fisher, um, uh, Gibson City, uh, Melvin Shibley, uh, Hayworth, Leroy, uh, Colfax Ridgeview, uh, Tremont, and uh, Tri-Valley uh, as well are some of the other schools that are in the heart of Illinois uh, conference. So uh, this is uh, going to be implemented in 2024, but it's only for football. So uh, all other sports will not be affected by this. So it's only going to be for uh, football and scheduling purposes for that, uh, really.
1: I think think this is pretty big. You know, it makes you wonder about other conferences in our area that have had issues. Um, You know, the first one, obviously, that comes to mind to me is the Apollo.
2: Yeah, that's the first one that came to mind too. After yeah. losing Lincoln, now they're down to six teams as right. well. Right. So,
1: and and you know, the Apollo is such an interesting situation. Specifically, I think of like Mattoon and Charleston and Effingham, in that there are no other schools really that size around here. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, Mount Vernon and Marion, they've they've played them before. I know Effingham's gone over and and played Mascuda um yeah, you know and obviously bre- the breezes um in the past so but it has to get hard for for scheduling purposes for teams that you know you have to fill 3 weeks <clears throat> right which doesn't sound like well actually you have to fill 4 weeks which is almost half your schedule you're having mm-hmm. to fill of non-conference opponents right um so and and it kind of goes back to a thing of You know, are you going to take, you know, would you, for example, this is just an example, people calm down, but like if you're Effingham, would you take on an East St. Louis just because you can't find anyone else to play that week? What benefit are you getting out of that? Mm -hmm. Nothing, but size wise, you'd rather do that than play someone like a Cumberland. Where you're not going to get anything out of
2: yeah, that either. Are you, yeah, exactly. What are you going to get out of that? So
1: that's the weird, you know, position that I think you know. W- we talk about you know in our area kind of the class sizes. You know, obviously one is the most popular. Mm-hmm. But then, kind of that three, four, five is rather difficult to find schools for.
0: That are competitive
1: schools if you're a five trying to play down. Mm -hmm. So, you know, just thinking out loud, I I don't know, you know, if you're Effingham and you're, you know, having to come up with, with, you know, four opponents on a yearly basis. I mean, you know, you're going to get a breeze. Modern day, more than
2: likely. That's tradition. Yeah, tradition and good relationship or rapport yeah. Are there. Yeah. But I mean, even modern day, I know FEMs kind of enrollment has gone down. I mean, even since I right. have been in school, and modern day has gone down in enrollment as well. I right. remember they used to be solidly in four. Yeah. But I think now they are kind of two. Two. I yeah. think. Yeah. So. So again, it's what is the
1: benefit of you know? Obviously, it looks great for your record. Yeah. But. It, it, you want to play good competition and get wins. Mm-hmm. You don't want to play cupcakes every week. If you do that, you're just the SEC. Well, then you're not really
2: preparing yourself. No, for because then
1: when you take post-season. on a 4A team at the playoffs, you haven't faced anyone like that all season long. Mm-hmm. I, Travis, there's a couple of teams that come to mind that I think would be fun for Effingham to face. And I know we're kind of venturing off, but this kick-started me, my, my brain going. <laughs>
2: sure got the wheels turning
1: i think obviously the one that i think i would circle as far as size wise that is compatible or close to it with effingham and that's paris yeah i mean i i don't know what the relationship like is there because i know they were all in the apollo together and they left Mm -hmm. but as far as schools from around here that isn't more than a two-hour drive that is a comparable size to effingham that's probably as close as you're gonna get Right. That isn't already in your conference.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, the other one I think of is Mount Vernon. Yeah. But I think they're five. I'm not 100% I, sure I think on that. they are, too, yeah. You know, and like I said, we've seen Marion play a lot of the Apollo Conference teams. Maybe that's an option for Effingham. Mm-hmm. But again, I think they're five. Yeah. Um, Could we go Salem? Salem's an option. Maybe the other option I would like to see, and and it would be a step down, but they've already proved that they could do it because they did it earlier this year. That is Mount Carmel. Yeah, I mean they took on Saint Teresa. Mount Carmel is in the same class as Saint Teresa.
2: Mhm. Yeah,
1: they could do that. Just so you, I, I want you to go to Mount Carmel and see the the awesome stadium. I know that would be
2: that <laughs> would be super cool. <laughs> But, and to see citizens uh, as well Yes. At least this year this upcoming year. Yeah so
1: but again, you know the other thing then you start asking is are there teams in other conferences that are looking to leave that would want to join the Apollo? And I think that's mm-hmm. the Apollo conference's next step right. is where are we at as far as do we start recruiting more teams to come to our conference? Right. Yeah, and I don't know if they have thought about that. I I think all this sure kind of have kicked their kicked around. I think all this Travis started with, you know, going back to districting. Yeah. Whenever districting was first brought up, you know, we talked about it with the Lincoln Prairie a lot. That was kind of not supposed to last long term. That was supposed to be just until districting happened, and then districting didn't pass. Mm-hmm. The Apollo has kind of gotten to the point now where. It's trying to hold itself together because everyone has left because of various reasons. Mm -hmm. And again, it's so hard to get schools that are comparable in size in this area. Right, yeah. That makes economic sense Mm -hmm. as well as athletic sense. Yeah, definitely. So again, I don't know if there are, you know, do they do something like this? you know where they partner with another conference again i don't know what a comparable conference size-wise is around here right yeah that is looking i mean that's
2: looking to do it that's yeah, that's the other thing
1: that's the other thing cuz you'd have to have basically 4 or 5a for the most part you think football all of the apollo conference teams are 4 or 5a correct mm, yeah around here there's not a lot of conferences that cater to that. No. You know, you have a couple schools. You think of a Paris. You think of an Olney. You think of a Salem. Like, but they all used to be in the Apollo, and they left. Right. Yeah, I don't know what's... So, I don't know. Is it more north? Possibly. But I, I don't know if that's the right answer either, because, again, if you're Effingham, you're the furthest south going, hey,
2: wait a minute. We're making all these long drives everywhere. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and I kind of uh, felt like that's kind of uh, the same way of, uh, if you look at the Central Illinois merging with the Mm -hmm. heart of Illinois, we looked at it, like I was like, oh, wow, that's crazy, because Shelbyville, they've got some long drives uh, ahead of them, no matter where they go, whether they're – We talked about it with uh, Coach Duckett about being that fluctuate between uh, classes. And so they would fluctuate between the large school category or the small school category if they would still divide them up in uh, divisions like that or separate kind of conference divisions Mm -hmm. there. Either way, you shake it. It's going to be some long drives for uh, Shelbyville. And then no matter what, I didn't really look at too many far drives for every other school, but kind of some of the other schools that they would be in with is kind of in the Peoria kind of area ish, you know? So Mm -hmm. I know Tremont's uh, up there uh, for sure. Just looking here at a quick glance uh, Eureka is up there as well. El Paso is up there uh, just to name a couple of those uh, schools uh, that are up there. So um, I don't know, and that was uh, kind of an interesting little uh, thing, something that I didn't really expect no, uh, not to happen the... in January, but yeah. also kind of didn't expect them to do something like that or even being talked about at the Heart of Illinois conference didn't even know that was uh, really an option to do anything like that.
1: I, you know, a, a team, Travis, I'm just looking here really quickly, uh, you know, Quincy Notre Dame, but again, that's a heck of a drive
2: it is. Yeah. You know,
1: they played Muhammad earlier this year in the regular season, but they're an independent team at 641. FEM is the smallest Apollo school at 736 enrollment. So even there you're still that's a drop.
2: Mhm.
1: So yeah, but but they played two Missouri schools this year, so I don't know if they would want to try and play someone else to, you know, help fill out their schedule. Right. Um But yeah, we'll we'll dive more into this uh, because even as you mentioned, Breeze Modern Day, their enrollment, Travis, three ninety three. Yeah. When you compare to Effingham, like I said, the smallest Apollo school, seven thirty six. There's no way, even if the Apollo wanted them to join, Mm. there's no way they're going to join. Yeah.
2: No. Nope. So uh, that was uh, the uh, announcement uh, yesterday. The CIC and uh, the HOIC uh, combining there and we'll see how that shakes up in mm-hmm. 2024 20, uh, and or we're uh, up against the clock let's uh, close out talking about college basketball uh, tonight uh, coming up here on the starting lineup the starting lineup from
0: eight nine the game studios will be right back if you served in the vietnam gulf war or post 9 11 eras you may be eligible for expanded va benefits A new law, known as the PACT Act, provides disability compensation, health care, free toxic exposure screenings, and more to veterans who are exposed to toxins during their military service. You can submit a claim for your PACT Act-related benefits now. Claims received by August 10, 2023 may be paid back to August 10, 2022. Visit va.gov forward slash p-a-c-t to learn more and file your claim.
2: You shouldn't let financial concerns spoil your retirement.
1: Eric Sports Center Update, Chicago Alderman George Card- Cardenas, whatever, believes the city should take drastic measures to keep the Bears in the Windy City.
2: The starting lineup. What was that Chicago Bears guy name there? Like, ah, who cares? George Card- Cardenas. Cardenas. I don't know who that is. I was going to say, uh, I, the only George I know from Chicago, George Hallis. Yes, the it's the only one, George that matters. Only one that matters. On
0: ninety-eight nine, The Game.
2: In, uh, to the uh, starting lineup here on 98.9. We're only here on 98.9. We're just a, a little bit longer. Let's take a look at uh, some uh, college of basketball uh, tonight. Uh, Kansas State—they uh, uh, are in the top 25. They surged in there, and uh, they're number 11. They're hosting uh, Oklahoma State uh, tonight. Uh, Michigan State is at Wisconsin after Wisconsin's loss to uh, Illinois on Saturday. Uh, Texas Tech there at number 14, Iowa State, Oklahoma at number 2, uh, Kansas, Vanderbilt at number 5, Tennessee, and North Carolina at number 13 Virginia number 21 Auburn against Old Miss and number 23 San Diego State hosting Nevada and we also have a uh, Illini game tonight as well as they're matched up with Nebraska this evening and 8 o'clock will be uh, the tip-off 7 o'clock will begin the coverage here on 98.9 for the flighting Illini in Horn. Cornhuskers, Cornhuskers, uh, yeah, something like that. Uh, Nebraska. Now uh, they are a nine and a seven on the season overall, and they're two and three in the uh, Big Ten. Uh, they uh, picked up wins over Iowa and towards the end of December, and then they uh, just recently in their last game beat uh, Minnesota in overtime, eighty-one uh, seventy-nine. They have lost to Indiana when they were. Uh, uh, healthy, and uh, they did take Purdue to overtime, though. They only lost by three, 65-62 to Purdue, and uh, so that kind of is eye-popping to me. Mm. And uh, they also lost to Michigan State as well, a uh, pretty uh, blowout uh, right there and it was. So, uh, tickets as low as $2 tonight in Nebraska, so mm. pretty, uh, pretty reasonable prices. You can go see some uh, Nebraska and Illinois basketball tonight. Yeah. Uh, there in Nebraska, and then uh, they got Purdue and Ohio State back to back. Does uh, Nebraska, but we'll see if uh, Illinois can uh, keep this going if they are right of the ship, and uh, we'll see it happen tonight. And uh, currently, uh line three and a half point favorites uh, tonight there on the road against Nebraska. Mm. So uh, we'll see if we can climb back here and be uh, tied with the same record. In the Big Ten, yeah, hey, we just gotta keep it rolling. Gotta keep this chemistry. Hopefully, we shoot well uh, like we did on Saturday uh, as well, and uh, just keep it going uh, against Nebraska.
1: That's what you gotta do. I mean, hopefully, they just keep playing with that same energy,
2: fire, and passion that they they did, you know, just a couple of weeks ago. I was a couple weeks ago, Nebraska really doesn't, from a stats perspective, really doesn't have anyone that really pops out that scares you or anything like that, but, uh, just keeping Purdue close at home. Um, maybe I'm reading too much into that game. So, uh, we'll see, we'll see what, what we get out of Coleman Hawkins tonight. You know, he was like six three pointers last time out and he's been kind of inconsistent uh, there. So, uh, we'll see what happens and uh, we'll be back to uh, talk about it tomorrow and we'll be back to uh, talk about our games as well. Don't forget Decatur, LSA, Cumberland over on WCRA and Altamont and uh, Central a m over on uh, Jack FM. And uh, so we'll be uh, back as well as recap the rest of uh, all the other sports as well. Coming up in the uh, pod, we'll hit up on some other uh, national sports, NBA, NHL, and I might hit a little bit on uh, some NFL stuff. And uh, that's coming up. In the pod, but coming up next here on ESPN Radio is Fitz and Harry in the joy. Thanks for
0: listening to the starting lineup on ninety-eight nine The Game. <laughs>
2: Welcome into uh, overtime of the uh, starting lineup. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry, still here with you. And uh, coming up here, we'll talk some more uh, national sports, NBA, NHL, NFL, all uh, coming up here on the uh, podcast. And uh, first, before I get to any of that, is there anything on sports in there they wanted to clean yeah, up? Yeah, let's uh,
1: talk about some Sports Center. Uh- College Football Hall of Fame is announcing its list of inductees for the class of 2023. The group is headlined by Heisman Trophy Award winner Tim Tebow from Florida and Reggie Bush, who helped lead USC to back-to-back national championships that do not count. Those two are joined in the loaded class by Dwight Freeney, Luke Coakley, uh, Lamichael James, as well as Michael Bishop of Kansas State. Uh, Monty Carter, Paul Johnson, Roy Kramer, and Mark Wright are the four coaches set to be inducted on December 5th in Las Vegas. In some great news, Buffalo Bills player DeMar Hamlin is out of the hospital. Doctors caring for Hamlin at the University of Cincinnati Medical Center said Hamlin is back in Buffalo and is starting the next phase of his recovery. On Sunday, Hamlin posted pictures and updates on social media as he watched the Bills' regular season finale against the Patriots. So, Great news to hear, right? Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Big
2: positivity of that uh, back home in uh, Buffalo.
1: Yep. Um, let's see here. Uh, we talked yesterday about the Cardinals firing Cliff Kingsbury. Did you know the Cardinals have never had a head coach in their history, last longer than six years? I did see that stat. That's, that's crazy. It's wild. Well, the Cardinals aren't the only team cleaning house, Travis. The Titans are cleaning house as well. Offensive coordinator Todd Downing was fired as the team scored just 17.5 points per game this season, which ranked 28th in the league. Downing was also charged with driving under the influence back in November following Tennessee's win over the Packers in Green Bay. Offensive line coach Keith Carter, secondary coach Anthony Midget, and offensive assistant Eric Frazier were also all let go on Monday. Hmm. Uh, Dolphins quarterback Tua Tonga Violoa still not cleared to play. So back up quarterback Teddy Bridgewater to skate his right pinky in week 17 and maybe he will return this week if called upon to start. Otherwise, it will be rookie Skylar Thompson who would be getting the starting nod against the Bills. That's not great.
2: Yeah, I think there's uh, not a lot of chance for him. No. If anyone plays, but yep, it'd be a big blow if uh, Tua couldn't go out
1: there. The Nets are going to be without Kevin Durant for about a month. Brooklyn announced Monday that Durant had been diagnosed with an isolated MCL sprain of his right knee, will re- be reevaluated in two weeks he's leaving but someone who could be returning is Steph Curry as it appears that he is ahead of schedules he's going to return from a left shoulder injury the Warriors guard is listed as probable for Tuesday's game that's tonight against the Suns uh, Bob Myers and coach Steve Kerr had previously said they expected Curry to be back this weekend so he's a little bit ahead of schedule and the uh, Lakers go ahead Ah, uh,
2: just ahead of schedule
1: yeah The Lakers are hoping to get Anthony Davis back into the starting lineup in the coming weeks. ESPN reports that Davis is planning to begin the ramp-up process later this week as he deals with a right foot injury. He's been sidelined since December 16th after suffering a bone spur fracture off the navocular bone in his right foot, along with a stretch
2: reaction. So, there you go.
1: Hmm.
2: There you go. All right. So uh, I think that would uh, transition well to uh, the uh, NBA uh, mm-hmm. from uh, last night. Uh, I had to do a double take, and I read this, but the Pelicans, they beat the Wizards. Not, that's not what I was doing the double take about. It was 132-112. to 112. This is uh, apparently the first win the Pelicans had against the Wizards in, in D.C. since 2011. Wow. That is... Crazy, crazy. That's a long time they haven't beat the Wizards. There, mm-hmm. uh, the Celtics they beat the uh, Bulls 107 to two uh, ninety nine. Jason Tatum goes for thirty two points. Zach Levine having twenty seven top performers for the Bulls. There can uh, top one hundred points, but not gonna win a lot of NBA games doing that. No. Eight and thirteen on the road are the Bulls this season. They fall to nineteen and twenty two on the season as well. Uh, the Bucks they beat the uh, Knicks last night in 111 to 107, despite uh, Brunson 44 points for the Knicks he poured in but not good enough to beat Giannis the Greek Freak and the uh, Bucks there last night uh, Grizzlies a 121 to 113 over the uh, Spurs uh, Nuggets 122 over the Lakers 109 uh, Jokic triple double. Another night at the office for him. 14 points, 11 rebounds, 16 assists, and more assists than he did points. Hmm. Very good night for the Joker.
1: Absolutely.
2: And uh, the Kings, they beat Team Magic, 136-111 there. And uh, see what's happening uh, tonight. Um, TNT stuff, who's on the first game? It's the Thunder and Heat going out at 630. And then hopefully uh, Steph are returning tonight for Golden State against the uh, Suns this evening's second game of the doubleheader. They're uh, 76ers in action tonight against the Pistons, uh, Hornets, Raptors, Cavs, Jazz, Magic Trailblazers, and uh, Mavericks, and uh, Clippers. And Jason Kidd and uh, Luca were in attendance last night
1: mm-hmm. at the that.
2: National Championship game, uh, supporting TCU. Hmm. So they're in LA, so maybe that's why they're like, "Yeah, we'll just go uh, a night yeah. early." Yeah, catching some national championship. They probably left at halftime, though. Well, everyone did. <laughs> no one would blame them. Ugh. <sighs> ah, boy. uh boy. Last night in the uh, NHL, uh, the Flyers they shut out Buffalo uh, four to uh, nothing. Uh, it was over in the first period. Uh, it was three goals by Philly. In the first, the uh, Sabers can recover. As also Eric's Kraken picking up three goals in the uh, first period as well, and they went to win a four to nothing over the Canadians. Twenty-three, twelve, and four are Seattle this season. Uh, former Blue. Uh, it's done. A goal and an assist mm. for the Kraken last night, and an also a shutout by the Preds as they beat Ottawa three to a nothing. Uh, there, uh, Saros. Off night for him. He only saved thirty eight. Uh, what are you doing? Yeah, last week he saved like sixty four in one yeah. game.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> um, and then uh, the Kings they beat the uh, Oilers uh, six to uh, three. Uh, Connor McDavid with a goal, but two goals in every period uh, for the uh, Kings. Had some uh, Kings in attendance last night. I saw as well. Hmm. Some appreciation society, appreciating someone in the entertainment industry. Nice.
1: You gotta appreciate those people in entertainment, Travis. Well, they get needy. Maybe know. not this one. Well, I don't know who it was. So
2: it was Jericho. Oh, the whole crew was there last night. I thought I saw something about that on uh, <laughs> social the, the socials. Yes, yeah, Chris Jericho and the Jericho Appreciation Society. Were I mean, all he there. comes from a hockey background, right? He did, yeah. I guess uh, his dad was a former Ranger. Yep. So, yeah. taking it in there last night was the JAS. Uh, games uh, tonight uh, the Kraken against the uh, Sabres, uh, Devils against the uh, Hurricanes. Good matchup there. Uh, Jets and Red Wings, uh, Wild and, uh, speaking of the Rangers, the Rangers and MSG, uh, Canucks and uh, Penguins, Blue Jackets, Lightning stars islanders uh, sharks coyotes panthers and avalanche and uh, the uh, blues at enterprise tonight hosting uh, the uh, flames tonight Mm. calgary slight favorite in this one there so we'll see what happens tonight in the loo all right so uh the only thing i had on the uh, docket was that I saw that uh Sean McVeigh yesterday is uh mulling his uh, future. He said that you know, he's gonna take some time away uh but to, n- to not make a hasty decision but uh he's milling over the future. He said he was not done coaching, he just uh simply might take a break. You know, in the off season it was kicked around that donald might uh, retire mm-hmm. and mcveigh there was also uh, some rumors that he would do television and step away from the game kind of what uh, sean payton is doing so that's kind of what it looks like uh, sean might be doing uh this year uh if he uh, doesn't come back this year it doesn't mean that he's completely done he does have a contract till 2026 uh with the rams uh but he could just kind of do what Sean Payton's doing this season and doing things with Fox and whatnot. I don't remember what network McVay would, uh, was kind of mulling his future over. bub. Um, so he's had a lot of stuff happen in his uh, personal life that they were mentioning here on uh, ESPN. Um, and he's uh, kicking around uh, the future of whether he wants to continue or wants to c- coach next year. Hmm. Especially uh, they were talking about, uh, just kind of how different this team will look uh, from a Rams perspective. Of, right. You know, uh, Stafford seems to be uh, in place, and he said he's not retiring uh, either on his podcast. Uh, him and his wife have. Uh, but, you know, the Rams are going to have to make some decisions the, this off season about if they want to trade away some pieces because they can't rebuild in the draft because they said F them picks, and they don't have any uh, draft picks. So, and you wonder why I don't really care about the draft because my team doesn't care about the draft. That's right. So, I mean, I don't wonder. I've known. <laughs> I know, but the other nothing peeps, to wonder about. The other peeps, and uh, so uh, yeah, McVeigh kicking around the idea that it might be time to step away from a team that just so happens to be possibly rebuilding. Yeah. <laughs>
1: would you be happy with him stepping away, Travis?
2: Yeah, I mean, I I would be uh, okay with it. I mean, if he wants to kind of uh, step away in a year uh, to recharge, recharge the old batteries, Mm -hmm. as long as he comes back to the sidelines of L.A., then, yeah, I'm fine with it. It's kind of a little different with the situation. uh, You know, McVay's under contract right now, and uh, Peyton, I don't believe he was when he stepped away. I don't think so, but I'm not up on my Saints uh, news but there's uh there's talks that you know even though jerry jones says that mccarthy is a safe or uh there's no pre- extra pressure uh, on him so he's kind of uh, keeping that under wraps if it is and if mccarthy loses the game everyone kind of expects him uh to be gone but jerry's not saying that on his uh, weekly radio appearance uh this mm. week well of uh, course he's not saying that in public so, Sean Payton could be going to uh, Dallas. I mean, that's been rumored for ever since he left uh, the Saints. And also, uh, kind of mulling around the idea if the Chargers lose this week, that the Chargers could get rid of uh, Staley and that that could intrigue McVay, or not McVay, but it could intrigue uh, Payton uh, to go there and hook up with Justin Herbert and uh, that offense that they have there in uh, L.A. Mm. for the Chargers side. So, yeah guess we'll see what happens in, in the future as the coaching carousel. We'll see what the Cardinals do to fill their uh, role. Um, that's kind of why I said in the sports center have taken away Raheem Morris. That kind of looks like the guy right. uh, that would take over for the Rams if uh, McVay does decide to step away and not coach uh, this season would be uh, Raheem Morris there. So, and I think it also helps that McVay is kind of a player's coach that everyone seems to like him. Right and whatnot. So that would kinda be uh, approved of the move and also Rakeem Morris gets the uh, thumbs up from Aaron Donald as well. Pretty good endorsement uh there. So we'll see, but uh things could be uh, look a lot different with the Rams next season. hmm So I mean it can't be any worse than this year. That is true. Guess it can, but hope not. Like I was telling uh Derek uh, the other day, uh, we were talking about the Bears situation and the Colts situation. I noticed that uh, they Rams finalized their schedule and now they're coming back to Indy. There you go. Next year, hey, so gonna be across the way. Could potentially see them yes again and look a lot different than the last time I saw them. Oh, very much so. But I guess the Colts too as well. That is true as well. But it could be a winnable game for who? The Rams. Depending on what happens with the Colts.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Depending on what happens with the
2: Rams. i <laughs> be fine. Stafford will hook up with Cup again. If he's coming back, if he's healthy. Yes, Stafford said he's coming back, so he's coming back.
1: Yes, but health is a different thing. Yeah, we'll just see. Because we'll see what week it is. I mean, if it's yeah, week 9, know. 10, or 11, I mean, he may be injured by that point.
2: He might. Yeah. 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 <laughs>
1: That's all I was getting at.
2: Yeah, and then uh, also one thing that I uh, didn't mention uh, yesterday when we were talking about the college basketball polls, but uh, the Illini, the women, we said they were clamoring to get in the top 25, and they finally cracked it as uh, they cracked in the number 24 in the women's polls AP uh, yesterday. This is the first time since 2000 that they're they're ranked in the top 25. Onward and upward for U of I women's basketball. Absolutely. So – uh, big congrats there with the turnaround there uh, for Coach Green. And uh, they were 7 and 20 last season, 1 and 13 in the uh, Big Ten. And the Illini women's team hasn't had a winning season since 2012 2013. That new coach, I'm telling you, turned things around. Yep. So, yeah. i have to start talking to Learfield. I have to start. Big game against Indiana coming up yeah. next week. Yeah. Uh, I believe, both on the boys and uh women's side. Mm-hmm. As uh the men will play on Thursday and then the women I believe will play on Wednesday, uh there at the State Farm Center. So I don't know. Yeah. I have uh I have inquired and had been looking at some tickets for yeah. the uh, Indiana game. Yeah. Possibly a pretty reasonable for mm-hmm. uh for the women's game. Come out and support them. Yeah, because no one's going to the games, and you should be. Yeah, no, you definitely should be. They should uh, have a strong student presence for the game against Indiana as well, especially with the performance over the weekend. They did uh, lose to uh, the number three team, Ohio State. Uh, They had a 17-point lead at one point. They just lost it in the fourth quarter uh, there on the road to the Buckeyes. But, hey, they had number three team on the ropes for a while, so – so learning experience there, chalk that up too. All right, that's uh, all I had on the schedule. Did you uh, have anything else? Were you looking up anything for, uh, for high school or anything?
1: Well, no. I I there was a uh un uh, uh Indiana State University student who is the national cornhole champion of twenty twenty two. He won the singles cornhole championship over the weekend. So congratulations mm, to him. Yeah, congrats. Kind of local ish. Yeah. In Indiana State. Um, no, uh, the other thing I was just playing around with was trying to figure out the you know, Apollo and trying to figure out Effingham and where, what to do, what to do. And I, I don't have an answer. What to do, what to do. Because I, I I'll ask you Travis, because you are, you are my voice of Effingham. hmm They're not leaving the Apollo. No. They're never going to leave the Apollo. No. So,
2: man. <laughs> they're kind of stuck that's, yeah, it's like, I don't know, it's like uh, a cornerstone of the Big Ten leaving. That's like Ohio State or Michigan leaving the Big Ten. Unless the Apollo itself goes away. Right, yeah. It kind of, exactly. Which it
1: would have to be to that in order for
2: FAM to leave. Sure.
1: Which we're not super far away from. Let's be 100% transparent here. Mm. You can't lose another school.
2: Right, yeah, they can't lose, uh... Can't lose Taylorville or anything like that. Taylorville or Muhammad—that's kind of the furthest, one. Oh yeah, Muhammad. I guess that's. And true. now that they're getting better at football, I'm sure they're getting offers from. And their enrollment is getting, getting
1: larger. Larger. Yep. Mm-hmm. And they're not one of the kind of core. Right. You know, they were added in the same time Lincoln was right. Mm-hmm. So somewhere around there. Yeah, yeah. close to it. And so.
2: Taylorville too, as well.
1: And you have to have six in order to get that automatic qualifier for football. So, mm-hmm. something right. to look into. I was looking around at some other conferences, and, and you know, we talked about what the Central Illinois is doing and merging conferences and the big school and the little schools. Well, the Cahokia Conference, which is down a little further south of us, they actually had had plans to split up into three divisions. Where they're going to have a big, medium, and small. Now, it ended up falling through because some of these schools uh, didn't pull, you know, join as they thought they were going to and stuff like that. But that got me thinking, Travis, if we could just take the little Illini, the Apollo, Cumberland, and just create a giant conference that could be big, medium, and small, like that would work for everyone, right? Hmm. I guess. For basketball, throwing the NTC? <laughs> <laughs> mm. Call it good? No.
2: it make travel time a lot better, Travis. Mm, travel time, maybe. <laughs> nah. <laughs> Keep the NTC out of it. I think they're doing just fine. <sighs> they're doing just fine, yes. Doing just fine.
1: <sighs> well, then maybe, you know... I don't know. I don't know what you do if you're the Apollo because you gotta you gotta get people to join your conference, right? And I don't know. The only thing schools I was thinking was like Highland. But I think they're pretty happy where they're at. The conference they're in already has six teams, so you're not gonna you can't join with them and create a 12 team conference. Although I guess you couldn't split it up, but then you're still kind of where you're at now. Hmm. Um. So I I don't know again I don't know what you would do.
2: I mean yeah the uh Apollo does play a lot of the of the teams yeah. there. Yeah. Troy, Highland, Mesquite before yep. Jerseyville.
1: I mean that's to me that's your only option would be to join with them but again that is a 16 conference. So how do you What's the split? Unless you just kind of keep it as is, the two conferences as is, and then just on your non-conference games cross over there,
0: mm-hmm.
1: because we're seeing so many conferences going to closed conferences. You know, South Central already is the uh, Lincoln Prairie will be next year, like, and so that limits your non-conference opponents down even more.
2: Because mm-hmm.
1: so that's the goal, I think. I think for all the ads and all these conferences, the goal is to become closed in football. So that way you don't have to worry about scheduling. Yeah, that is that is the end the goal. You want to get closed as soon as possible so mm-hmm. that you don't have to stress over scheduling. And you know you have these schools every year. Right, yeah, for and sure. And so it's going to be who's left standing at the dance without a dance partner.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Who's going to be the schools that aren't closed? Because they're going to be on the outside looking in, having to go to Indiana or go to Missouri to fill out their schedule.
2: hmm. Right. Speaking of football. Speaking of Pick 'em. Oh, pick 'em. Yes. One game. One game. Pick 'em. I'm not pulling up the No, don't pull his... up the sounder.
1: That game doesn't deserve the sounder, exactly. Travis. Exactly.
2: It doesn't deserve it.
1: Travis picked TCU. Mm-hmm. I picked Georgia. Yep. So I got the win.
2: I was feeling
1: You were trying. I'm feeling myself. You were there. trying. So we, we we finished tied for the week. Uh we each get four wins, so that means I am now only four behind you, 112-108. Mm-hmm. to 108. So mm. This week we'll be picking all of the uh, uh, playoff games.
2: Super wildcard weekend? Yes. Awesome. Everyone. Awesome.
1: And be listening because we may have some news on not this weekend's football games, but next weekend's coming up
2: soon next weekend yes
1: games speaking of this weekend don't forget Carnal Caravan this weekend It's right I felt like college Sunday yeah
2: Sunday it's going down Mimi me and the club it's going down it is going down alrighty that's all I got that's all alright I think that's all I have as well let's shut this thing down Thanks for listening. Uh, Thanks for downloading. We'll be uh, back tomorrow to uh, recap all those uh, basketball games that happened uh, tonight. So uh, that's what's coming up uh, tomorrow. And have a great rest of your day. Peace.